You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Howdy there, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Completely Fucking Clueless. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. Amazing. You guys, it feels so good to be back in here. It's not really back for me. I'm always here. No, you're always here, but honestly... <laughs> This past month has just not been it for me. It's a new month. It's it, September. It, oh, it's September 2nd. Oh, what is that TikTok that everybody does? Wake up. It's the first, first of, of the, the month. month. Mm. Yeah, I posted one mm. yesterday for the first time ever because I almost shit my pants on a Whole Foods yesterday. So I was like, I need the good vibes. It's my fucking 25th birthday month. It's, we need it good. I literally can't believe you're going to be turning 25 this month. Ah! And Olivia's turning 26 this month. See, that doesn't face me. I know. Olivia's an adult. I'm uh, not. I know, and it's scaring me because they're like really <laughs> they're starting to feel the pressures of yeah. like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. This is such a bitchy thing, but I feel fine saying it on here because uh <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. Okay. Um I was talking to a coworker or no, a friend. I don't know. I was talking to someone yeah. about how I was kind of freaked out about turning 25. And I was like, I don't think I'll actually be that freaked out on the day because I'm doing a kind of joint thing with my sister for my birthday this yeah. year. And so, you know, I may be turning 25, but at least I'm not turning 27 like her. Oof. <laughs> Literally. I feel like every birthday now after like the 25, it's mm. just going to get scarier and yeah. scarier for me. As you get closer and closer to 30. Literally. And even though I do think something that does help me like this is so silly recontextualize like how young 30 still is is like at the start of sex in the city they're like in 30 oh yeah and well, i'm like oh 30 still not that old you're still a messy little bitch a lot no. of you and also something that helps me with that so guys i'm finally gonna reveal to you where i actually work i've decided that it's time now and now that i like have a full-time job there mm -hmm. like your girl signed the contract she has a salary period per i will say where i work so i am a creator at vayner media that is where i've done my residency the past three months and i have been working on the coach account and on the Zappos account. There's no like live um, content of me on Zappos, but if you go look on coach, you'll see a familiar face. Hey. Holler. But something that the owner of the media company, Gary V. Gary, uh, <laughs> Gary V. Gainer, Gainer. Oh my God. I keep like saying the actual name of the media company and his name. His name is Gary V. or Gainer. Oh my God, Gary Vaynerchuk. There we go. Um, if you know him, he's like sometimes he's very like big in the social media like world, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but something that he always says is like people will come to him. He's very inspirational. Mm -hmm. Um, and he'll say, like people who are older will come to him and be like, I'm I'm 35 or I'm 40. I'm, I'm like it's too late for me. And he's like, dude, like I'm 47 and I feel like I've just started. He was like, when I was 28, like I was literally like working in a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like no, 33. I was. Still working in like a wine grocery store so like don't worry um and since then like he created resi you know resi the yeah, app yeah. yeah him and his brother made that he has this whole media company so whenever i like think about my age i like to think of him Amazing. because like he's really built his stuff like later in life and not that he was even later in life like it's still your 30s yeah period but yeah welcome to the midlife crisis not midlife quarter life crisis age 
I'm really impressed with I, I sent out invites for I'm doing a little brunch in the morning and then we're doing a little party at night. And party. the two images that I picked is one is a like little heart shaped cake that says midlife crisis. Yes. And the other one is a photo of Leonardo DiCaprio that says, no, don't turn 25. You're so sexy. <laughs> and I was really proud of myself for those. Yeah. I thought they were good picks. It's going to be fun. There's a lot. I have I know so many like Virgo Libras. That's, I'm the first day of Libra. Yes. But mm. I do know my brother's a Virgo. My grandfather, Olivia's a Virgo. My sister is a Virgo. She's two days before me. So we're very excited. We're doing like a like quasi, I mean, like it's not really a joint birthday because she doesn't live in New York and her friends don't live here. As Sarah and I were literally talking about beforehand, I'd been coordinating with Rachel's like one of her best friend. Rachel is my sister um, or one of my sisters. She's the sister who is closest in age to me Um, to have her best friend come into town. I told my mom about this. She, I literally checked our text in the text says, this is a secret. (laughs) I was texting my mom. She's asking about who's coming to our dinner plans. And I texted the list um, because it was in a group chat with my sister, my mom and I. And then I texted my mom individually and Jack um, because I was like, I didn't want to say in the group message. And she texts back, isn't Jack coming? And I call her and she's like, I'm on the phone with your sister. And I'm like, that was a surprise. And she was like, I didn't know that. And I was like, yes, you did. It's in our text. I double checked. <laughs> so it's not a surprise. And I was really uh, excited to surprise her. But I've got a few other tricks up my sleeve. But there you go. We have birthdays really close. So growing up, we always did birthdays together. Aww. So I'm really excited about it. I never knew this about you and your sister. Yeah, that you guys had really close birthdays. We're two years and two days apart. Oh, my God. Um, so we always had joint birthday parties. Yeah. And like, we haven't been together for our birthday since I was probably like probably pre-high school I mean she Mm. like one of my most treasured memories is uh she drove out to Walnut Hill which was the boarding school I went to one day to drop me off food from Shuby's which is my favorite place for my birthday we didn't even get to see each other because of my schedule is so crazy but she just dropped it off for me and that's like one of my most treasured memories um so I'm really excited about us like getting to kind of be together for our birthdays this year a hundred percent so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. love a good birthday. I feel like it's been a hot second because all of like my hometown friends, we all like, so my friend Tori and I, we have birthdays right like mm-hmm. one day after each other. But then everybody turns the age that we're turning after us yes. in like five months. So I haven't had a birthday in a while. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> 25. Uh. Um, but actually speaking of Massachusetts, I was in Massachusetts. You were. For the past, uh, I got back two days ago uh, on Wednesday and I went to Boston. Austin, which mm-hmm. was loverly we went to lolita um my thing was i think i like the fort i think it's called fort point um or it's somewhere like on the water they have a location that's on the water and then i went to the back bay location i did not like the seaport back- yeah i did not like the back bay location mm. I was like, it's too in the midst of everything. Yeah, I've not been to the Back Bay location, but I've walked past it a lot. And yeah. It, yeah, it's a bit squeezed in there. Yeah, yeah. But it was still great. I love, oh my God, I just love Boston. It's such like a clean city. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like a, a much calmer, much more residential, slower. New York. Yeah. yeah. I was like, if my whole life wasn't in New York, like I'd love to live in Boston. No, Boston's a fantastic city. I fully yeah. support people living there. It's so it's a great. a little slow for me, at least at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've never actually like live, live there because Olivia worked at BU for a while. So I just got to like go and experience yeah. it. But whenever I'm there, I like love it. And then we went to Salem too, mm-hmm. which I... I'm a Salem lover. Like, I fucking love Salem. And I went to the dispensary that you told mm-hmm. me to go How to. Was it? Oh, my God. It was so nice in there. No, I love that dispensary. Like, it is so nice, you guys. I've never been to... Okay, false. I've been to one dispensary but prior to this, and it was during COVID. Mm-hmm. And Olivia and I, like, put it online, um, like, 
put some yes. ordering online and I don't know anything about weed, the strands, like what you should take for I don't certain really things. know much either. So we got like some things that I was like, oh, this, like Olivia's like, yeah, maybe this, maybe that. Mm. Um, and I got way too high because I smoked too much of it because I think sometimes I don't really realize it's kind of like alcohol. Like you can't just like smoke a blunt and be completely fine like if you don't do that on the reg um so like in the past like I haven't had the best experiences but I wanted to like see if like there was maybe like something I could find in the middle yeah so I went to the place and it was so nice that I went up to the guy Mm -hmm. and I was like these are the things that I feel like I've experienced that I don't want to experience Mm -hmm. and I got two sort of edibles I got Mm -hmm. one that's in that like tin that I feel like you usually have it's like a round one yes I got like this watermelon sort of flavored one, but it was like, he was like, oh, this will be good because I told him I experienced a lot of anxiety. He was Mm. like, this will be good for you and it will still make you happy. And then I got one that was more for like sleepy, like chiller vibes. So I'm excited. I I tried the one in the little round case and I was so afraid that I took like half of it at first Mm. and then I felt nothing. And then like two hours later, I took the other one. So I only felt like a little bit of it. So I need to like try like a full one and like see where it goes from there. I love that place because it's like so big and like the vibes are so cool and like the people are very friendly and like talkative and willing to chat you through. So I actually went to one of the few like dispensaries like recreational. Yeah in the city because there's only like three recreational ones in the city that are properly open there. I would say I've noticed a huge like for like months now like probably actually a year you've been seeing lots of places pop up. Oh yeah. But I've been seeing lots of places in the past couple months pop up that label themselves as a dispensary and they're not not dispensaries because there's only like three open in the city that are recreational right um so i went to one of them i i like it a lot i mean it's it's by union square uh i went to union square travel agency i think is the name of it which i think is such a funny name um <laughs> travel agency and i do like it um i think it's great for pickup if you want to talk through something someone probably not the best option at least at this point because again there's not many dispensaries open right and so it, it's it was pretty busy and hectic and it was like you order at a kiosk like by yourself like ordering online and in store honestly probably would have been almost the exact same experience yeah um so if you're looking for someone to sort of chat you through i wouldn't recommend but i it was a very cool like it had sort of like a spaceship vibe which i oh. kind of loved i know i loved how the place oh by the way the place in salem is called seagrass i'm not yes. sure if i said that seagrass um but they had like a little like place for you to take a photo like yes. a step and repeat and i was like this is iconic no like, it's so cute yeah yeah i thought it was nice that like you got to like talk with somebody through it because yeah. especially as somebody that doesn't really do this often and i really like even though i have it now i still won't do it that often but like every once in a again it's like nice to like have that sort of vibe um so yeah i liked it amazing holler what have you been up to Ooh, i've been working which has been normal i've been like trying to get back into like socializing and again like i'm really been on my my not grind but trying to refigure out being a human yeah um so my place is relatively clean right now mm-hmm. i yesterday started a series on tiktok that i've been thinking about doing for a while um that we'll see if i keep up with it and i hope i do um series are always so hard yeah um yeah. but it's about like really trying to like and the, the reason why i'm making it a series and not just having it be just something i do in life is because like even though like no one's going to be like desperately following this on any level asking like where it is regardless even without that like I think just like having it it be a little more purposeful and like even making myself film it like it it puts some sort of like uh, their like responsibility or ownership to something outside it makes me more likely to do it and so I, I think the name that I used was like 
uh, day one of trying to not just rot, oh, rot in my bed for the rest of my life or yeah. something. I feel like a lot of people, sorry, I just interrupted You're you. So okay. I feel like so I see a lot of people's content that you, like on TikTok that use it as a means of yes. like helping them like stick to their goals, which I think is like an amazing thing. There's this one girl who I accountability. That was the yes, word I was looking for. Earlier. Accountability. She had, I haven't uh, checked in with her journey in a while, but I remember way back at the beginning of the new year, you know, she had set a certain weight goal for herself. She's been really unhappy. And, you know, I've really seen her like transform her life through it because mm-hmm. she's, that's just something that she's been able to keep up with. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm really pushing myself to like get out there more and like do yeah. more and like going to work has been like really good and helping me like get back into a routine for sure. Um, So I'm just trying to like get back to like being a human and like figuring out how to like, not just like, not just rot in my bed all day. No, I talk about that with my therapist all the time. I was like, I have a really hard time of like doing the middle. It's either like I want to rot in my bed or I'm like going, 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 going. Um, And that's been like really hard. It's still hard this week, like during my, because I've had this past week off Mm. and I've really wanted to like find uh, the middle ground Mm. and it's still really hard. Like that's the thing. I struggle with like doing the things that I know are good for myself just because I know they'll be good for myself. (laughs) So like, and, and like, that's so silly but like uh, like I I realized yesterday when I was filming it that like oh I had missed the last two days of my meds which also I've started using a thing that the reason why I knew that I missed the last two days of my meds I got this bottle and I bragged to my therapist about it and she's like that's great you should tell your psychiatrist about it because I think he'll he'll find it uh, uh, an interesting thing I ordered on Amazon it's the cap when I close it it starts an internal timer that I can see on the top so I can see when it was last open so sometimes like I forget my meds or I'm not sure if I've taken them that day so like it tells me like when I went and checked today it showed me that I've been 24 hours since I last opened it when I looked yesterday it had been 49 hours since I last opened it interesting yes wait I want to see it after this that's so cool yeah it's over on my my little desk table entrance something over there um (laughs) But just like having like a responsibility outside myself or like it, like it's almost like a weird level of performanism, but like it, it gets me to do the thing. No, it's that thing in DBT. I forget what it's called, but it, it it's like the uh, it's the accomplishment response. Like yeah. when you follow up and do something and there's like you've seen that you've completed it over a number of mm-hmm. times, you get this like accomplishment feeling and you continue to do it because you've shown up and like whatever. I, I don't remember what it's called right now. But yeah, so that's, I'm just trying to like re-figure out life and like get to a point where like I'm stable and I don't like feel like a disaster. Um, Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I feel like in the last couple months, I've felt like a little bit of a dip in my mood. But then the other day I started to realize, I was like, I really don't take care of my health like whatsoever. Not just like speaking of like food and like weight things, but just like in general, Mm. like usually when there's some sort of like health issue that I have, Mm. like I just like totally like don't pay attention to it. Or like I'm notorious for just like taking myself off of medications, not my um, psychiatric meds, but like I was having trouble with my birth control. So instead of talking to my doctor about it, I was like, I'm just not going to take this. And then like, uh, like with my acne, I was just like, Oh, because I'm not taking birth control. I can't take the spirulactone. So like goodbye to that. Um, So I feel like my goal for like this fall is to really just like, like honestly I thought about like listing out like all the different health things I have and just like 
checking in with the doctor about it, making something that I do is I don't really fully understand some of the health conditions I have because I'm just like kind of passing it by. So I was like, I really want to understand the different things that I feel like are going on with me, how I can treat those things and making sure I'm like following up with those things because I was like how am I supposed to like feel good about myself if like my literal body like the thing that is housing me is like all out of sorts I absolutely get that yeah I mean so I don't know if I told you about it I had when I was home a couple weeks ago I had a really bad breakout that kind of came out of nowhere I mean it wasn't even that bad but it, it was like worse than I'd had in a while and I just like didn't have makeup with me so I was feeling like extra self-conscious about it sure and so I made an appointment for a dermatologist to help have them check out my eczema right. and have them check out my skin and I literally like I found someone with a good rating on ZocDoc Zodoc whatever it is yeah um and I made an appointment for Lily like I think the day after I got back to the city oh nice and I just like went and did it and I so badly wanted to like bail and not go for no reason I had nothing else to do but I went and we like came up with a plan for the eczema told me what to do for like skincare stuff and then I ended up going on a whole dive of like I very much like I don't think I super buy into skincare trends but like I've not been super thoughtful with my routine like I use Mm. products that people recommend I didn't really know what they're for I'm not necessarily the most consistent about it I haven't tracked of like whether or not things actually help me sure i went on like this whole deep dive of like researching what different people recommend combined with like what my doctor recommended and like researching of like how different things interact what things help each other what things you shouldn't overlay and like when i literally wrote out my skincare routine yeah and so i do plan on some point like going through my medicine cabinet of like i have so many like masks and whatnot that have been open way past like their expiration date yeah and like are, are just cluttering it up. Like I have so much bathroom storage, like in my mirrors yeah. and they're always full, even though like I, like I don't use most of it. So I want to clear it out. And I like literally have written down, I think I'm going to put it on post-its notes that are on the inside of my cabinet of what the routine is. Um, and like, I've gone and researched how everything over like interacts yeah. and made sure everything's good. And like, I've written down in my notes what date I've started the different things because some of them I were things I was already doing. Some of them are like new things that I've implemented since and some are things that I probably won't implement for another month. Yeah. Um, but like really and like taking photos of my skin so that I can really track like is it actually yeah. have an idea that things no, are working? I get that. I like went to the dermatologist. I want to say six months ago because my acne was flaring up, which I now think is like has to do with having PCOS and like about like things with my weight. But still, like you can treat your acne. Um, and you know she had suggested tretinoin, so she mm-hmm. gives me the tretinoin. And this happens so many times with doctors. They give me the thing to mm-hmm. use. And then I don't fucking use it. Like I use it once a week or once every two weeks. And I'm just like, why? Like, why do I do that? So I've been a lot more consistent with the tretinoin. Um, but I find that when I'm like on breaks, like I tend to just like let everything mm-hmm. like poof, go, which is not the best thing ever. But yeah, skincare routines are so interesting because you're right like on tiktok people are just throwing out Mm. like all these different things and sure like maybe it works for them but we don't have the same skin using 12 products from every night is not going to happen for me no no my dermatologist when i went to her because i was using a lot of products she was like for you like just cleanse the skin Mm -hmm. with this gentle cleanser and put the tretinoin on and maybe a little bit more moisturizer if it is making your skin dry that is it And I've also, like, moved my stuff around so that, like, it's in an order that makes more sense for me. Like, I have my 
uh, retinoid that I take at night over by like my makeup stuff. Yeah. So that I like I wash my face in the bathroom. I usually come out here. It's something that you're supposed to put on and I'm like let it sit for a little bit before putting on my moisturizer. So the moisturizer is over by my bed. So like after brushing my teeth, washing my face, come out here, put on the retinoid, do whatever stuff in here I need to do before bed and then go into my bedroom. And like as I'm getting into bed, then I put on the moisturizer. Yeah. Or like I have my morning skincare stuff right over here, which is where I do my makeup. So I can like wash my face in the morning and then come over here, do it. it. It's sitting right here and then do my makeup. Um, Yeah. I feel that I I've sort of move barriers to entry. Yes. I've done something very similar now that I, but maybe it's just like uh, unconscious because I do my makeup in my bedroom, mm -hmm. but like I have a separate bathroom. So usually I like wash my face in my bathroom Mm -hmm. and then I will like go into where I do my makeup um, or just because, you know, I like to sit in the morning um, and like yeah. do the morning skincare. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like little things of like, I used to be so good about my skincare in high school. Like I always was like, if you can stay up this late. You can stay up the extra whatever minutes to go and wash your face. And mm. I'm so much worse about that now. And so A, I've gotten into the habit of just like, do it earlier. Like even yeah. before you're going to bed, if I'm done like eating for the day, just do it now. Right. It doesn't matter if it's like 830, just do it now. Um. And the other is like, there are little things that like, I really dislike, like I like hate when like, I don't have my hair properly back and then it like gets on my face and it makes it so I don't want to wash my face properly. And so it's just like, take the little extra step of like, I put on the headband and make sure my hair is properly back or like sometimes the water coming down my wrist, like the sensory experience of that really bothers me. Yeah. So I have the little cuffs, just put them on, like make it so it's an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Otherwise you're not going to do it. Yeah. Cause it, it can be such an enjoyable mm-hmm. experience. Something that I've added to my skincare routine that I feel like has really helped my skin are it's called, it's by a brand called clean skin club. Mm-hmm. They are these one use um, towels. They're mm-hmm. biodegradable. They're great for the, earth like um and so they're like I think a box of them it's like I think I get a box of like three it's actually not that expensive their whole line is not that expensive um but um yeah basically after I wash my face now instead of using like my towels Mm -hmm. I use these one-off things and I feel like you know it's been helping my skin tremendously I feel like right now my skin is flaring up because I have uh, my period and I'm not on birth control so I don't really have that barrier but I feel like otherwise like I have a lot of um like scarring from all the acne I've had but most of the time it's not active breakouts it's usually like I have like blackheads and then when my period is here I get like the active breakouts I don't get blackheads but I get a lot of texture okay I've so many blackheads honestly before I came here I like that's the thing I'm also a really bad picker oh, my skin. I need to get some pick. like pimple patches because like I'm such a bad picker like and I I've caused so many scars in my face no from same picking. I have a pimple patch on now which is actually from the same brand it's called clean skin club you you may have seen them on tiktok i know this Mm -hmm. like one famous tiktoker emily kaiser that's who got me onto it and then i started using them and they were nice enough to like reach out and send me some things um and i love their pimple patches because they're the only ones that i feel like have ever worked for me Mm -hmm. um and now i've also with pimple patches have gotten this attitude of i don't fucking care like if my skin like if i have a breakout and you know i'm just going about my daily life like i'm gonna wear it because like i just rather like it be treated and to treat it properly than to like continue to pick at it like and for me i know like half the reason i love the pimple patch is because i will stop 
picking at it, it yeah. and touching and whatever. And even when I do touch it, it's now just touching Protect the, it. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's why I love pimple patches. I'm, I love them. No, a lot of my coworkers, I've seen them like wear them to work. And yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, oh, I love that we're like at a different point with these like with this um yeah sometimes I'll wear them with my makeup like yeah. especially like if they're on the sides or on my neck like I'll just put makeup over them but yeah um no I actually saw a TikTok about somebody saying that like they love that Gen Z just like wears pimple patches yes. around and I'm like why it. the fuck not per me personally though those ones that are really cute like in cute shapes don't work for me I here's the thing I, I think most pimple patches don't really actively do that much. I think the biggest thing they do is they protect anything else from getting into it and they stop you from touching it. Yeah. I honestly think that's the best thing they can do yeah. is stop you from touching it. Right. I think everybody has a picking problem. Yeah. And I know for me, actually, what, what I've realized about my picking habits is like usually after a long day, like I will come home and sit in front of my mirror and like pick up my skin. And I think I've sort of realized it's this like de-stressing thing. I'll I'll do even worse like I'll go and like take flash photos with my camera like my camera oh, roll is like I have thousands of photos of my skin uh-huh. and I'll take these really up close photos of like inflamed pores that I can't even see with my eyesight unless I find them via the photo and then I'll pick at that and it's like you can't see it with your naked eye don't pick at it don't touch it no one's looking at you under zoom bitch (laughs) stop (laughs) you're making it worse truly you're doing this to yourself the phone call's coming from inside the house really honestly everybody like skin picking is just like oh my god and especially because I, I have the nails so it's like when I don't have them on like I cannot the one thing that I do do is do 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 I'm literally 12 um <laughs> of like I'm like okay if we're gonna do it we're at least gonna be sanitary about it so I have the little pointed q-tips oh, and yes, I use those yes. and I don't like reuse any end on like multiple zits um see so I should do that rationalizing do you know the skinny confidential like face razor yes okay I mean oh you told me I this. Yes. use the end of it is like the perfect pimple popper ever <laughs> and I use it to like get out all like the gunk under my skin like it's disgusting so I, I know and like every time I try and throw it away like I gr- literally will grab it out of my little like cosmetic like trash can because I'm like I cannot get away from it um but I need to I actually need to shave my face right now I have a lot of fluff coming up me too I also just yeah I just like the way it makes my like um makeup look a lot better like I've noticed like the I noticed like when my like peach fuzz on my face starts to like gain get more like my makeup starts to look worse and worse I've started doing a little bit less just because my skin's really sensitive and I think it irritates it a little bit yeah it's a lot better to do it but with the professional but like that's expensive so I've started only doing it when like I really want makeup to look nice yeah um, do you have any clueless moments? I actually do. Okay. So my clueless moment for this week is I was just thinking about this. You know, people say not to go on your phone when you first wake up, right? Like mm-hmm. that you, I'm so, oh, I'm, so, no, I'm terrible at it because, you know, I don't really want to get up usually, but I, I usually set my alarm earlier yeah. so that I don't have to I can like, lie in bed for like right, 20 minutes. Right. Cause I enjoy that. But the thing is, it's people are like, it's really bad for your mental health to go on like these apps. And so I'm like, and one day I like got up and I, I've been having a lot of like back issues, like body pain issues. So I've been like stretching a little bit in the morning and I was just like stretching and I was thinking about it I was like so if we shouldn't be going on social media in the morning what the fuck do we do journal stretch 
I, I think like some of the reasoning that I saw explaining it is like it's starting your day kind of screwing up your like dopamine. Right, your, your brain, which, yes. Like, I very much think could be right. I, I The bar that I try and set is I really try to not go on TikTok first thing in the morning. Yes, I've been stopping going on TikTok because I feel like the the videos I just get a lot more consumed in. Yeah. Um, I'll check, like, and the thing with Instagram is I really don't look at grid posts anymore. Like, I really just look at stories. Um, I used to always, what I always watched in the morning was I watched late night, like, comedy oh. the next morning. Yeah. Like, I would watch, like, Stephen Colbert and Seth Meyers and Trevor Noah. And so, like, I'm not kidding when I say, like, the strike in the show's not running uh, or being on air, like, really changes my life. Because yeah. I would watch those every morning as I, like, made breakfast, brushed my teeth, whatever. Right. Again, very much still support the right. Pay the writers. Pay the fucking actors. Please. Pay them all. Um but it makes me sad. I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. So that I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know what is going to work for me yet as like the means to like get off the social media. Yes. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. So do you have any clueless moments? I do. I have both a clueless moment and a clueless clear up. Oh, slay. I'm going to start with my clueless clear up. Per. Howdy there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> PSA. PSA. I already told Sarah about this yes. earlier. So... I've wasted an amount of money that I'm not willing to say in public <laughs> on overdraft fees. Did you know you can stop overdraft fees? I said this better when I said it to you. I'm now forgetting all words. Anyway, they are actually overdraft protections. It is yes. a service your bank is doing for you. For it you. It's a kindness to let you go into negative and charge you an arm and a leg for it. You can email your bank. And opt out of overdraft protections. The amount of money in just college that that would have saved me. Just email your bank and they'll stop it. It'll just make it so you get rejected when you hit zero. Okay. That's, I was literally about to ask you. So I was like, what happens when you hit zero? You just get rejected when you hit zero, which I would prefer to being charged like $50 for going $2 over. Yeah. So uh, if you struggle with overdraft fees, email your bank right now. I'll, I'll wait for you. Not actually. Pause the podcast and go email your bank. It's very easy. You're welcome. Period. Um, I feel like you always have great financial um, clear-ups. Here's the thing. I only have good financial clear-ups because my fin- I was bad at financials and I'm really trying to be better. Right. So uh, I do feel like some of the stuff that I'm sharing was maybe just plain knowledge or not an issue for other people. And it's only an issue for me because I'm such a clusterfuck. Um, my clueless clear, my clueless moment is I feel like I had two and I didn't write them down. And I thought in the moment you should write them down. You're going to forget them. And yeah. I went, no, I'm not. I do still remember at least one of them. Um, and <laughs> uh, my clueless moment is I was talking to Sarah about this beforehand. I don't think we've spoken about it on the pod. Cause I think the timing of it, uh, it's not been talked about on an episode, but I had like a pretty bad breakout, really not even that bad, but like worse than I've had in a while, a couple weeks back. And I didn't realize how vain I am. Um, and it's something I've been stewing on a lot. Like it, I like admittedly, and I was on my period. And if any man is listening to this, no, you don't get to talk about women being crazy on their periods. I maybe like a, a women have the right to be, if they want to be yeah. like, it is crazy hormonal shit that you're going through. Like it is insane. And you are in physical pain. Um, but B, like I have fought so hard my entire life of like not losing it. Like I maybe once a year, if that lose it during my period, yeah. but I had a meltdown about how bad my skin was looking 
And like, I was so self-conscious about the rest of the week. And I like just literally felt like shit because of how bad my skin looked. Yeah. And I've been stewing on it a lot of how like we get mad as a society at women specifically. We, we tell them they're not allowed to be vain and care about their looks, but then we also expect them to look perfect. So you like have to look really perfect, but not really care or try and like not openly say that you care about how you look. Or like if you are beautiful, you have to like kind of play it off like you don't know or something. Right. And just like how like... Ugh. Yeah, I'm a bit vain with my appearance, but it's also like, particularly again, women, we've been taught that so much of our value is in our look. Yeah. And then like, again, like just again, sort of like uh, what they talked about in the Barbie movie. And obviously this concept way predates the Barbie movie. I'm not saying they came (laughs) up with it, but like how women are in a truly impossible position all the time of Mm -hmm. how like we're expected to do one thing, but also do the exact opposite um yeah and and so like yeah I'm pretty vain my appearance matters a lot to me I put a lot of work into it um I feel like a lot that's normal yeah I feel like a lot of people do you know I was but we're never allowed to admit that we do you know yes I was kind of like debating whether I was going to talk about this now but I feel like it's a great entry with this clueless moment so I don't I think in the past I've talked about on the podcast that right after graduating college after that first summer I went on a semi-glutide called Wagovi I was on it for about like six to seven months and then once I went up to a certain dosage I was having really bad side effects like literally like vomiting very bad acid reflux so I ended up going off of it during my time on Wagovi I had lost like 35 pounds and then when I went off of it I gained it all back and now I'm really struggling with my weight again and because of my insulin resistance, PCOS, like all these things, I have decided to go back on a semi-glutide. This time I'm going on Ozempic. And I was listening to a podcast about it because this one podcaster who I really like, I bet you know who she is if you're listening to this podcast, was on um, a semi-glutide all last year. She's lost a lot of weight from it. And, you know, like you said, People have this huge, and trust me, at times I've had something about like semi-glutides where it's like, we're, you know, we're telling all these women to like lose weight and da 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 da. Okay, so then I won't be on the semi-glutide, but then I won't be able to get a jo- jobs because I'm overweight. I will be judged because I am overweight. There will be no clothes that will fit me because I'm overweight. So what do you want me to do? You're going to be punished no matter what. So right. Like you have to just do the option that works the best for you. Right. And whatever option works the best for you is totally okay. Yeah. You do not like, if you have the same symptoms, but you're like, I don't want to go on it that is fine if you want to go on it that is fine but I you saying that like literally Mm -hmm. like it was like the center of this podcast is that like this huge debate over this semi-glutide it's just like all comes back to this thing is like you want women to do like two opposing things at the same time and and you can't do that no you can't (laughs) and then I feel like people are honest and are like yeah I did take whatever we we get mad at them but like that's better than the people who lie and say like no, I just stopped drinking beer and I suddenly lost a hundred pounds. Right. And it's like, okay, well that's setting up unrealistic expectations for people to who you're telling this to. Right. And that's the thing. It was like, because I'm on this again and last time it was really hard. I was going to wait like a couple months because I was like, let's see how this pans out. But then, uh, but I was also always going to mention it because I remember at one point um, somebody like who has finally come out and said they are on it just said, you know what, you guys, you just have to eat less. And like, 
no, no, no. Like, the, like there, this medic- medication really does help you eat less. So, like, that is not the standard that I want to set. That I'm like miraculously losing all this weight by myself. It is with the help of something else because naturally, because of the PCOS, like I'm just not able to. Um, but yeah, it's just oh my god, it like it's boils my blood. It's impossible to win. It's like an impo- yeah. It's just like this impossible battle, and it's it's so hard. But you're, I think you have the core message, and like at the end of the day, this other episode I was listening to had the core message is that we are the decider of yeah. what we want to do, and if that is going to a dermatologist to figure out your skin issues, that's doing that. If it's taking certain medications to like, you know, it was interesting. The doctor said was like, we never shame somebody and, and be like, you shouldn't go to AA. Like, you know, so like whatever you want to do for your beauty and for your like you're beautiful no matter what. But for your body, it's your body. Again, your choice. And this is something I was talking about with my therapist of like uh, a slight said way of like in an ideal world, like women would not feel the pressure to do these things. Right. And like in an ideal world, like there would not also be like colorism and everything. And I think there's very much like there are things that I do that I don't fit or things that I feel that don't fit with how I think the world should be. Like I, something I've spoken a lot about, like with my therapist is like, I've put on weight and there's a part of me that very much wants to lose weight. And I like, I I'm at a weight that like is very comfortable for my body. Like this is where it naturally sort of rests. And I feel really guilty about the fact that like a large part of me really wishes to be thinner and like Mm -hmm. wants to lose weight. Yeah. But like, that's not what I morally believe in. Like, I think like clothes should fit you. Like, I don't think like gaining weight is a moral failing. Like, but there's also a certain level to which like you also have to negotiate the world that you are actually living in, not the world you wish you were. And like, not that I'm like actively really trying to lose weight or anything, but it's like, I, I, I think people should be honest because like I would like plastic surgery or whatever, because otherwise like, it can set up people for unrealistic expectations. And I do think like it's very difficult. There is no right answer, but like we, everyone has to do the best they can with the imperfect world that we live in. Right. And like that sometimes means doing things that like, maybe they they shouldn't have to, and they shouldn't feel the need to, but like they do. And like, they're just doing the best they can with the life they have. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. I feel like, my recent breakdown like about my weight and everything came from like just like feeling like I have absolutely no options when it comes to clothing and even when things are supposed to fit like are my size they just don't fit in the right way and it was coming to a place where I like literally like dread going in office like at my job just because it means I can't wear like sweatpants and I have to actually get dressed and so and it's sad that like this is the world that we live in that like not everybody can find clothing and I know that like I am on like the smaller end of like plus size like I'm like around a 16 18 which is pretty much an I think the average for women in America mm-hmm. but like the average woman cannot find yeah. clothes anywhere and, it, and it's sad and it's frustrating and sure there's a, tons of other health reasons why I decided to like go back on a semi-glutide but yeah I think these are really hard decisions to make and and I think sometimes there's like sh- so much shame built around yeah. them and you know I think at, yeah like we've kind of said a thousand times now like at the end of the day like whatever is going to work best for you your body your mental state is it's just the way to go. Yeah. And nobody should judge because of that. Like, you know, that's just the tea. Yeah. 
Mic drop. Period. Okay, so for the last like 20-ish minutes, we're going to bring it up. Um, I mean, this wasn't like sad. It's just like woman power, period. Um, We're going to do something a little fun. I honestly wanted to do this a couple months ago. I ended up finding it in my notes, actually. But there was this trend on TikTok where it was like kind of like don't go through a woman's notes or like women's like the note apps. Yeah, my notes are crazy. app on women's phones is absolutely insane. So we thought we would bring you guys a little bit through ours today. So do you have folders? I didn't even know there were folders. Wait, like this? Nope. Didn't know there were folders. I'll put a screenshot. No way. Didn't know there was folders. I found this out uh, like two years ago. I mean, I think I, I already told you about this, but I'll, I wonder if you remember. Okay. Pinned notes? Yes. I think so. Wait. Let me see if I so still have I them. So I have uh, five pinned notes. Okay. And one of them is interesting brands where it's just like a list of cool brands that I find that I don't want to forget. Okay. Like, I, I will forget. If I don't write them down. Right. One is TikTok ideas that I haven't touched in a while. <laughs> One is I've just started uh, tracking shows that I've seen. So I write down the show I saw, where I saw it, when I saw it, who I saw it with. Yeah. Um, then I have my goals for 2023. Which yeah. I, not goals, things I want to do. And then I have like restaurant recommendations. See, I need, I need you to show me after this how to pin the notes again. Or should we say it so people know um, how to pin let them? Let me see if I can even remember. I know. Uh, I don't so, even know how to pin them anymore. Okay. So it's very easy. Okay. You just hold down on the note and an option comes up with a little oh, list. And one note. of them is pin note. Yes. And you can lock your notes too, which is something I feel like I yes. found out from you. Because I, so I have folders. I found this out like a while ago. I don't even remember. I think you like, oh no, there's a little thing at the bottom that says like, Oh, I never exit out that far. Yeah, no, I guess if I swipe out, there is a thing for folders, but I don't have any. So I have a notes folder, which is like, why the fuck do I have a notes? I have a notes folder. I have a career shit folder. I have a goals and shit folder. I have a healing folder. I have a health and personal folder. I have an NYC Rex folder. I have a personal content ideas folder. I have a podcast folder. I have a random shit folder. I have a folder for my old job. I have a walking walking stats. Oh, because I got a walking pad folder. My most notorious folder is my thoughts folder. And a subfolder I have in that folder is called Dear O, which means Dear Olivia, which are notes I write when I don't know how to say things in person at first. And then I have a list folder. <laughs> I have an Elon account info folder. I have passwords. I have special notes. And I have a theater folder. That's <laughs> how, like, my email. I have a lot of folders. So in my many email. folders. Um, I don't have folders in mine, but... Uh, Let's see. I think the most, the one that I'm not going to let anyone read is I have one that's lyrics. Of Ooh. course I do. My sister, I was talking to her about it and she was like, yeah, I have one that's poetry. It's like, that, that, I would say that's my thoughts folder. Yes. I will never let anybody go in there, but I am going to scroll down and maybe read something that I wrote about my ex, my previous partner. I, in my last Sorry. relationship, I did have a note that was just keeping track of uh, things that my ex either liked or like quotes of <gasps> yes. theirs that it was like, I have one of those. I, I even had like one that was like their favorite milkshakes from cookout, which was like a fast food place down yeah. there. So like on bad days I could get them their favorite milkshake yes um or just like because like that's information that like you're not necessarily going to remember all the time like I don't have a great memory if I don't write it down like this works in my functioning memory because they're things that like are important to me to remember but like I I know that I'm not going to just remember them guys I have to I'm gonna read you like a little bit of this note because this (laughs) So funny. Um, I'm so dramatic, just so we can all preface this. So this note in my thoughts um, folder is called Doing It Right. 
I keep thinking about time and how fast it passes. It's dawned on me I have nearly been home from school for a month. This was during my depressive episode. Great. <laughs> this break in my life is never something I saw coming. Yes, I've always had this what if about needing more support for my mental health, but I've never thought I'd actually be the person who needed to take a break to focus on it. <laughs> Now I'm starting to feel the pressure of, okay, you've been given this opportunity, Sarah. Do it right. Lose the weight. Lose the crazy dude. Lose everything you think is wrong about you. <laughs> I, I won't go on from there, but like, what the fuck? I love that. Lose everything you think is wrong with you. <laughs> dramatic things in this folder um i should probably lock it up <laughs> yeah mine mine are all too recent and are all just like pretty depressing lyrics that was um, from 2019 yeah mine i need a bit more time to be able to laugh at these lyrics um <laughs> let's see i do have a note that is just the link to my therapist the link to my psychiatrist and the link to my voice lessons um so i don't lose those links yes oh my god on 6 11 20 i have a note called hpv well that was one <laughs> hell of a conversation i always knew blank was fooling around and lying about it but to truly hear it from his mouth and have std evidence was never what i expected i guess i have all the closure and confirmation i need um <laughs> I have a note that just like the title part of it, which oftentimes the titles are just like, I don't indent to get it to go out of bold, but uh, the title is older, but not yet wiser. And then the body is, I always pick up scabs until they bleed. <laughs> I love those notes. The ones that are just like, wait, let it, those are in my notes. Okay. Of course. I think everybody has these notes in their um, notes apps. This one says Walgreens and it says travel size Q-tips mm -hmm. and micellar water and pads. Yep. Yep. And then what else? What gets me to stop on a TikTok video? Like, I'll, like, make these random, like, notes. I have one that's described myself, and I have queer, girly, depressed, anxious, loud, outgoing, chaotic, creative, baby stoner, independent, emotional, love sunlight, decent cook, honest, actor, vegetarian, little filter. <laughs> <laughs> 50k range works automatic autonomously and creates new ideas jump in and adapt products to the brand like what is this early next week that's the next thing that's i have one from uh, uh february of this past year that says audrey finally googles her problems and sarah shares her new obsession yeah don't know what that's for candle celsius cards i have one that just says click the in not quote marks, but the ones that are single quotes. Uh, click the V. Click the V. Click the it v. literally says click, click the, v. the V. Wait, this one's funny. I feel like all the Chugi people who don't know the city exists outside Times Square are here. I don't know what the I fuck. don't know what that means. No, me either. <laughs> um, <laughs> something named Funny Thoughts. <laughs> and I don't really know what this means. Political ad that is just an ad for people to bribe him and the options they have. Oh, yeah. I think I know. Sometimes I write down things that I think are funny would maybe work in like some sort of script someday. Yeah. And it's this. This is an idea is a political ad where it's someone running for office and saying, like, if you elect me, you can get me to do this for a thousand dollars and this for five thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is products versed. That's all that one says. 
I have a note that says Paul expanders traumatize y'all. I think it's meant to say palette expanders traumatize y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I haven't written that down as a note. And I do like that it says Paul expanders traumatize y'all. <laughs> traumatize y'all. Traumatize y'all. Defining decade qu- discussion questions. Um, defining decade. That was uh, during the defining decade um, interview times. Let's see. Everything I know about love with no, no, no text. <laughs> Wait, I'm not, I'm not going to read this out loud, but read the second note. <laughs> Yum. That's great. I know some of these notes, like the thing about a girl's notes is like, there are some of the deepest and Let's, darkest What's your first thoughts. note? Oh, ever? How do yeah. you find that? Well, you I just go all, all the way, way down. Okay, let's see. Oh, mine is a monologue that I still use. That I, It's a <gasps> note from July 7th, 2013, and I still use this monologue. It's my, because I didn't want to be a bitch, Billy. I don't want to be a bitch, Billy. Wait, I, do you want to know what my first one is? It is 2015 Elon visit, which was on November oh. 5th. And it was just like I went to go visit Elon for the first time. And it was just like about the school. Like teachers want to be a part of students' inspiration and drive. Kids at Elon are very driven and want to be involved. Invest and be invested in medium-sized class, liberal arts classes. Oh, my God. This is so cute. Um, I have the third note that I have in my phone from 2013. It just says, rah, rah, Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. They put some poison in his wine. No context given. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, let's, god let's see if my notes from start of uh of freshman year when was our, oh yeah i have a lot of like oh roles i'd like to play bell beauty and the beast marion the music man eliza doolittle my fair lady big fish mother ragtime those would still all be so great for me <laughs> <laughs> I have a quote that says, put on your Laduka boots and climb that mountain. <laughs> climb every- <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I have our run order for our freshman showcase. Oh, that's cute. Uh-huh. Oh, God. This is sad, guys. On October 7th. Oh, you know what? This is the day I think I left for um, my treatment. The past couple of weeks have been really hard for me. Maybe even the past couple of years a bit. Deep down inside me, I feel a hole. Something's empty. Something I have been trying to fill and I don't even know how to begin filling it. I've been telling myself I want to find myself again. Be happy, etc. Sometimes I wish I could just go back to those days in high school that I thought were so hard just to laugh at myself because gosh, I wish I could feel that free again. Um, I forgot that the way I would save them often is I would save them to my notes app. I found no. songs for my ex-boyfriend that he sent me. Oh. I'm not going to play them, <laughs> but <laughs> some of them were pretty good. Some of them were less good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have my wagon wheel post in here. Like what I was going to post on Facebook to say that I was going to be in on. Oh, my God. It, uh, like in their summer season. And it was for wagon wheel 2020 summer season. It was like the right before COVID. Like I got my contract like as COVID like was happening. Yes. And they graciously like let us do it the next summer. But oh, my God. Craziness. Yeah. <gasps> oh. oh, I found a message. <laughs> That was drafted and sent senior year of college. Okay. That was me. There was a, a guy that I hooked up with slash kind of dated my freshman year that we then hooked up again my senior year. Okay. Yes. And yes, then yes. do you remember the drama that happened with this where it was 
COVID time, so we were still having to be pretty safe, especially if you were hooking up with someone. Yeah. And then it came out that he was hooking up with another, another girl. Yes, 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 yes. And that, so he canceled plans with me. And he said because he might have been exposed to COVID. And then I found out from other people, mm. I think including his roommate, who messaged me being like, hey, by the way, his exposure to COVID was because he was hooking up with this girl who tested positive for COVID, who was also in our major. And it was whole drama. Uh. And so I wrote on a message saying like, oh, God, do I want to read this? OK, I'll read this. Hey, I'd love to chat with you. But if you're still tang- if you're still with blank, I don't need to get tangled up in that again. That's all I have to say. And then I think they didn't reply to that. But then I do think that I posted a thirst trap on my story and they replied to like a question or poll that I had on that. And I think I a little bit drunk senior year because like we had nothing else to do. So we drank a lot of wine senior year. Yeah. It was the pandemic. Um, and I think I literally messaged them being like, so you can reply to my poll on my Instagram story, but you can't reply to my message. And literally. I think he said, I didn't know what to say. And I went, okay. And then he still asked me to be his partner for a scene and acting for the camera. And I was like, Okay. Rude. Oh my gosh, guys. I have an Xmas movie list. A Bad Mom's Christmas, The Holiday Elf, Love Actually, Four Christmases, Why Him, Almost Christmas, The Family Stone, Just Friends, Christmas with the Cranks, The Night Before. How fun. I have a list uh, for the... So Rosso is my mom's main name. The Rosso dressing is like my family makes two dressings and it's the one... Or I make two of them, but these are the two of my family that I love the most. And it's either the Kale Caesar dressing that Sarah, I think we've spoken <gasps> oh, about. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, or it's Rosso dressing. Rosso spelled R-O-S-S-E-A-U. I 10 out of 10 recommend this dressing. It's a teaspoon of salt, salt mm. cover in pepper, mm. throw in Worcestershire sauce. The description is make it all wet. Ooh. Healthy <laughs> teaspoon of Dijon mustard, quarter cup of cider vinegar, and less, little less than a half cup of olive oil. There you go. Now there's a chance that I might have copied that down wrong, but give it a try. Let me know how it works. Yeah. I know the notes are such like an interesting place. I feel like I need a notes like like a cleanup soon. Yeah, it, there's too much for me to attempt to go through this. I know. It's just so crazy. I feel like my notes app for me is like almost like this personal diary that I've ended up making. Yes, a completely disorganized diary. Oh, 100%. It's like that. I bet like the form of it like back in the day was like carrying a notebook around with yes. you because you didn't have this app. Um. I have another one that says funny and it says, <laughs> I always worry about posting something risque on Instagram. Cause you know, my family will see it. I'm not nervous about them seeing it and judging it. Cause they've already done that with about every decision I've made. What I'm afraid <sighs> is, is they'll like it too much. Like I had one of those uncles who always told me you've grown up so much or wow, you've matured. And we all know matured means you have boobs now. Oh, love. <laughs> matured means, you know, you have boobs. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, the notes app is truly a treasure trove. Like so good. I know. I remember when that whole thing was happening on TikTok and people were just like sharing. I think the funniest part of my notes to me is just like this huge folder of like thoughts that are just like so deep and dramatic and like whatever. I'm impressed that yours are so organized and all together because all of mine, like I've ones that are similar, but they're just scattered throughout. Right. So well, I come across them by accident. Right. So when I figured out like you can make folders, I just started like now, like I automatically when I feel like I need to like write something out, like I just go there. Um, but it's kind of cool because I get to see like kind of how far I've come because I have mm-hmm. a lot of notes from, you know, my past relationship, which was very tumultuous. And so it's really cool to like see like how like far I've come because I never thought I was going to be able to get myself out of that I'm more so journal some like I, I went through my first full journal um, oh yeah and I've been trying to get back into doing my morning pages 
pages. Yeah, that's something I really want to try and do this fall is the morning pages. But honestly, my handwriting's so shit. I don't know how well I could read them back. No, same. That's what I think about when I think about the morning pages. Like, I literally will write somebody a card and my hand is killing me. It's it's illegible. Oh, yeah. yeah, No, my hand does hurt. It gets better as you do it more. But you're just out of practice of writing. Isn't Um, that crazy? But I remember with my ex, like, he went back one time and showed me in his journal that when he had met me, like, because I think we met like eight months before we like went on a date, we met randomly yeah. once and then matched on an app and he went and showed me where he wrote about me. Um, oh my God. <laughs> but I was like, I don't think you'd be able to do that with my journals because they're barely legible. Yeah. Olivia sent me a picture because they were going, they've written, have a lot of written, you know, content stuff down. And it was like in 2015, Olivia wrote, I saw Sarah's mom like at XYZ. She's on a cruise. <laughs> yeah I think that's funny so yeah it's so cool to like have all this stuff like you know written down that's why I love like memory boxes too like mm-hmm. I have a really big box of like archive things I've now moved on to another big box mm-hmm. so yeah keep the memories you guys and if you want send us a a picture of your most like <gasps> like cool yes. like either like a or no, insane like insane no or funny or something like that I'll yes. put something up on the Instagram on the day of releasing so you guys can remember amazing amazing well thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode i feel like this was a good one we really got into the skin into like everything i do feel like some of i'm gonna listen back to this audio and some of us going through the notes app is just gonna be us silently literally scrolling and reading (laughs) like you know when like you get into like looking at old photos and then everyone just starts looking at their own old photos and everyone goes silent just looking at childhood photos and occasionally like forcing everyone to be like this was me as a middle schooler i know I didn't want to look prior because then I was like, oh, yes. like I'll like you know already. Reaction. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Okay, you guys. If you've enjoyed today's episode, follow us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless. And TikTok and YouTube at completely F-C-K-I-N-G clueless. Period per. We hope you guys. Oh, and don't forget like to rate. Review. review subscribe follow send to a friend do you have Please. a friend who's kind of a messy bitch send her this please as like do. a subtle subtweet except for not that subtle because i'm saying it right now <laughs> maybe she won't listen to this episode oh also one of my coworkers listened to the podcast and she listened to the episode that was after work where i was like literally dead oh, brains and i'm like yes. oh this girl thinks i'm insane now <laughs> um oops. i know that was a crazy episode you guys um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening yeah. to today's episode have an amazing tuesday have an amazing week and don't forget to be motherfucking clueless This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.